Welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur Podcast. This is the first podcast for a while. Uh, it is the 16th of January and it's a very special episode because by the 16th of January, most people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions. They've set some goals at New Year's, they've had a go and then they've probably forgotten about them already and given up. So this episode is all about how can you set yourself up to have the best year ever? How can you set your life, your goals up so it makes sure they happen? And I'm very excited because today with me, I have someone who's come on the show to ask me some questions. This is Laura. Please meet Laura from the Rebel Business School team in Colombia. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alan. Thank you for inviting me to participate in this podcast with this topic. <laughs> that is so interesting and relevant right now that we are starting a new year and we want to change habits and change the weight of start of doing things in order to get different results. Exactly. That's the plan is to make this the best year ever for you and everyone listening. And uh, for everyone listening, this is the first podcast that Laura has done. And I don't know if you can tell by her accent, but English is not her first language. So this is incredible that you've come on. I love the bravery and thank you for joining us, Laura. <laughs> thank you. As I told you, uh, this gets me out of my comfort zone. It's my first podcast and it's in a different language but I will do it <laughs> thank you I love that um, thank you one of the things I've learned over the years is everything you want in life is outside your comfort zone otherwise exactly. you'd already have it so one of the things I want to say to everyone listening to this podcast is if you truly want to make progress then you need to get uncomfortable you need to dive into discomfort that is where all the magic happens. So that's definitely going to be a theme of today. But I'm going to hand over to Laura to ask us the questions. And yeah, start us off. What are you thinking? What's the first question? Why are we here? Okay, my first question for you is, uh, do you have any kind of ritual for starting a year, a new year? Yes, definitely. Um, and it actually turns out to be a ritual for ending the year and then starting the year. So for me, there's two parts. There's one, the reflection or the thinking about what happened last year. Okay. So what was the best things? What was the worst things that you do not want to repeat? What created magic? Where did you let yourself down? And I have an entire series of questions that I ask myself, which I can send to you or anyone is listening. If you search on alandonegan.com, you can find my annual reflection questions. And it's a whole list of questions to help you think about how the year's gone and what you've been doing. And it's questions like, what actions did you take that you are proud of? What's been the most fun? Uh, who have you least enjoyed working with? Uh, where do you need to subtract things from your life to improve it where do you need to focus and it's a bunch of questions to help think about um what went well last year because i think the mistake people make is they just start from a blank page and imagine what they want for the next year rather than some of the things in your life are already amazing so let's build on the things in your life that are already amazing as well as creating new things Okay, cool. That sounds so cool. It's more relating to to think about what worked and what uh, didn't work and to set up and to organize your year in a better way. <laughs> I want to tell you something a little bit funny about rituals here in Colombia, because in December on uh, the last year of the the last day of the year, we go around the block with travel bags in order to travel through the year. <laughs> and some people uh, said that it works, <laughs> but I don't know. And other uh, strange ritual is to store, uh, store lentils in pockets or wallet. 
to have money the whole year. <laughs> Lentils attract money. Is that what we should yeah. learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it work? <laughs> have you been wealthier every year? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> believe in those rituals, but that's what the most uh, majority of people do here. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm not a big superstitious person. I have this saying that I have of, if it's to be, it's up to me. Okay. And what that means cool. is no one else is going to create it for you. You have to be the spark, the fire, the flame that creates your version of Extraordinary for this year. And I love those rituals and I think they're fun and I will happily take my suitcase out and travel around the building to plan for travel. <laughs> but I know if I don't book the tickets, if I don't make it happen. So I have a, yeah, a large responsibility. The responsibility is mine to make it happen. And that I think for everyone listening to this, it's your responsibility to create your own life. Where you are now is a function of everything you have done up until this point. If you want that to change, you have to change and create change. That makes sense. Okay, let's go for the second question. Do you have or do you create a kind of visual board before starting a new year? So I think I do a goal setting process which every year I do it, maybe twice a year, sometimes three times a year. But I do a goal setting process where I come up with a whole set of ideas. Uh, and if you search for the episode on the rebel entrepreneur that is a practical self-development, that episode has my goal setting process on it. And I might do another one on it. I'm planning a whole set of podcasts on goal setting. But the rough process is think of five things you're proud of. And the reason you do that is it makes your brain think, oh, I'm already successful. I've already done something good. Maybe I can achieve more. So it puts you in the right state. Then I come up with at least 50 goals, at least 50. People think 50 goals, that's a lot. And the reason <laughs> for that is normally the first five or six will be the same goals you always write down, but you never do anything about. And if you always write down the same goals and never do anything about them, they're probably not the right goals for you. So stretch yourself to think of even bigger goals. And I actually did this yesterday on the plane. I love doing this process on the plane because I'm trapped for five hours and I have nothing else to do. So I get my notebook out and I write and I write. And I think I came up with about 130 different goals. Um, now, this list is a list of options you do not have to do them all. Uh, then I take those list of options and I put a number against each one for the number of years I think it will take. One year, three years, five years, ten years. Like, how long is this going to take me to do? Um, mm. And then I have a look through the list and go, what are my top four most exciting one-year goals? And those are the things that I'm going to focus on, give my energy to, those are the things I'm going to make happen first. Um, for each one of those goals, I write a paragraph about why. Why do I want the goal? The reason is because if you have a big enough why, you don't even need to know how the goal is possible. You will find a way. If you don't have a big why, you will not have the motivation or the energy to go through the problems that invariably happen when creating something new. So you need a huge reason to be able to do it. Then I think one of the key phrases that I love to repeat is never leave the scene of a decision without taking action. So who can you message to tell about your goals? What's the first thing you can do? Who do you write to? Who do you send a message? Like do one thing. I don't care what it is. Send one email, look up one web page. If you do one thing, your goal starts to become real. And your question was about vision boards. Yeah. I then take my four goals and I add a picture and I add some actions and I can just see it. And then each day I like to think about that thing coming real. 
like me actually having done it. So if my dream, one of my goals, uh, Katie, my wife, has a big birthday this year and I'm going to take her to Disney. So I imagine myself... <laughs> Okay. Going down Main Street in Disney. I imagine shaking Mickey Mouse's hand and saying hello. I imagine meeting <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Like all fun stuff like that, which makes me feel alive and then gives me the energy to follow through. So I kind of have pictures for each goal, which is kind of like a vision board. I normally do mine in my computer, but sometimes I like print out pictures and put them in my notebook and write about it. But the idea is just to get excited. A vision board is just a way to be able to see the future and get excited to do it. That's the key bit, is your excitement. Are you excited, Lara? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And <laughs> related to a vision board, as I told you a few minutes ago, uh, this year is the first time I create a vision, 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 visual board vision board, board. <laughs> visual board <laughs> and um, I put images about Mexico and me in Mexico in rebel in Mexico and uh, it was a uh, like a dream because I want uh, a lot with my with my heart and my soul to be there and I imagined myself there uh, in different uh, places uh, eating the food uh, knowing people and a uh, I created that visual board on the 3rd of January. And now we are going to go to Mexico with Rebel on February. So it was like, okay, it works. It really works. And I have heard um, my friends and lots of people talking about visual boards and they said that it really works. And now I can say that, yeah. <laughs> It's a kind of magic, I don't know, <laughs> but but yeah, <laughs> it's cool. That's why uh, I decided to ask you for this. I love that. I love that. The clearer the picture is, the more information, the more excited you are, the more likely it is to come true. And I love that you're going to Mexico. Um, for everyone listening to this, we're recording this in January 2024. So there will be a Spanish rebel business school in mexico near mexico city it's in the north of mexico city isn't it uh, i don't know exactly what it is what it is but it's near to ciudad de mexico perfect mexico uh, so if you know anyone in mexico city who wants help starting a business look up rebel <laughs> business school colombia and the colombian team are coming to mexico to run a course which i'm so excited about i'm hoping to go there as well um yeah so vision boards are a fantastic way to get excited and i bet that experience has made you excited to do more have you started to put more pictures on your vision board and build out even more yeah. Now I want to fool my visual board of images in order to achieve everything, every plan I have for this year. That I love that. I started this year so excited. Now I'm waiting for lots of things. I, I hope to achieve lots of plans and goals this year. I love that. And I know it's a very specific thing about language. Um, and this is for everyone listening as well. The word hope, the word hope in English means like I'm praying for, I'm hoping. And it's almost as if you are passive in the process of making it happen. So to everyone listening to this, never say the words I hope. Okay. Just say I am going to, I am, I will, it is happening. And that more positive language tells your center, your soul, that this is going to happen. And I think that kind of very direct language is really, really useful to have. Um, so hope or try are not particularly useful ones. Okay. Focus on I, I will happen. I'm going Cancel. to do it. I will Our see cancelled. you there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. More like an affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Very direct. So I'm going to achieve lots of things and plans this year. I believe right? you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you uh, go about setting meaningful and achievable goals for yourself? So I think 
There's one thought I have right at the start is that not all goals have to be meaningful. If you have a goal to lie on the beach for a week, that is okay. If you have a goal to watch a movie in bed on a Sunday with the person you really like and not do anything, that is okay. Not all goals have to be meaningful. They can be just for you. And I think this is where lots of people get confused because they like all of their goals are business goals, like money goals, career goals, giving goals, and they forget to have anything on the list for themselves. <laughs> and I probably never did that. <laughs> like I wasn't very good at putting goals about me, but it's important to have a balance. You are allowed to have a goal to loud as into CrossFit, you're allowed to have a goal to do CrossFit like at the World Championships or do CrossFit in Japan for yourself. It doesn't matter. Whatever it excites you. And I think it's actually important to have a mix, a blend of goals that are just for you and goals that are for your business, goals that are for your life, like meaningful goals as well. So for me, like, please make sure you have fun goals on your list. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And something that I have learned is that uh, everyone has their own process to grow. And that has uh, makes sense because uh, not everyone has uh, a job at the, um, the time that they want, but because they have to face different situations and face different process uh, to achieve and to be what they want to be. And that's something that happened to me. I, I sometimes I feel uh, that I am in a um, slow process. Uh, if I compare myself with my friends and with other people, but it's okay. And I feel cool, good. <laughs> I don't feel bad about that because it, it it's how it works. Uh, how old are you, Laura? I know you're not meant to ask someone that, but I'm just going to ask you anyway. <laughs> 29. 29. So you are still super young. You have <laughs> so much time. And 29, I didn't feel like I had made as much progress as my friends. I had okay. exactly <laughs> the same feeling. 29, I had launched my business for one year and like I made a little bit of money the first year, but the second year was really bad. I was my worst year ever in business. I worked really hard. I didn't make any money and I felt like I was behind everyone. Yeah. And a lot of the times we all have this image in our head that by my age, I should be here. And I would just say, let go of comparison, let go of any of those, I should have been here, I should be doing this. You are where you are. And I'm speaking to everyone listening to this. You are where you are. All we can do is build from here. That is the key bit. So I don't care where you are. The direction of travel is more important than your starting point. So if you don't think you are where you should be, I mean, there'll be people listening to this going, Larry, you're 29, I'm 45 and I'm not where <laughs> I want to be. Um, yeah. So like, it's always this thing of no one feels they're quite where they should be and they could have done more, but you just have to let it go and do what you can. And the more you just focus on the future, the more happiness and progress you will make. Um, I felt exactly the same way probably worse than you do at your age. I felt like I wasn't going anywhere and my business wasn't going anywhere. And then all of a sudden by about 35, things had really turned around and were moving in the right direction. So have faith, just keep traveling positively forwards. Does that help at all with that idea? Yeah, yeah, and, and something that I want to tell you um, about that things that I, I have faced or I have learned too is that as soon as you decide to change your thinking and focus on the positive, everything begins to change, starts to change. And I confirm it because I have lived it <laughs> and it's related what about what I have 
I am telling you about the process of anyone, of every person. Absolutely. Change your thinking, change your results. Keep the same thinking, keep the same results. Uh, so I think that's a hugely important point that Lara just said. Change your thinking and it will change your world. Uh, and it sounds easy, but just doing what we've talked about so far in this podcast, setting a goal, having a picture and then focusing on it and doing something about it each day, having a goal and focusing on it, like your heart can't help but be focused forwards. And it's almost as if it pulls you forwards. So doing these things we're talking about today will definitely change your thinking. And part of the reason I say pick some like fun goals, pick some smaller goals, have a range of goals that draw you forwards is when you achieve one of the fun goals, it gives you more energy to do more. And Laura's feeling mm -hmm. the energy of going, I wrote about Mexico. Now I'm going to Mexico and I'm going to be yeah. running a course. And she's like, yes, let me, <laughs> let me do more. <laughs> yeah. So like set some goals and make them happen and it will just inspire you to do more and more and more. And more. more. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just so excited. You're like, I want to do them all, but I can't do them all at once, but I will start. But I just, yeah, that excitement is electric. Um, and then, tell me. <laughs> I was just going to circle back. Your question was, how do you set and achieve meaningful goals? Um, so we talked a little bit about they don't all have to be meaningful, but there is a couple of goals. Like having a meaningful goal is really important. Like I'm going to do this for my kids. I'm going to help these people. I'm going to do this for my career. It's very important to have some goals like that because purpose. Um, purpose and a direction makes you feel like you're making progress how do you achieve it it is definitely focusing on the goal and taking an action a day and my kind of secret to that is i will sit or like have a moment where i close my eyes and i visualize the goal as complete as i'm visualizing the goal as complete quite often my brain will tell me what I have to do next. And then I listen to that, whatever it is, it comes to me. It's like, oh, if you want to achieve this, you need to do this. And then I do it immediately and I take action immediately. So if you can just visualize the goal you want each day and then take the action that comes into your brain when you think about it, those actions add up over time to more than the actions and it gets you towards it so quickly. It's amazing. Yeah, that that's true. And what does, what do you think about personal development and how has it played a role in shaping your life? <laughs> what do I think about personal development? It changed my life. It changed everything. It is the most, probably the single most powerful thing that you and anyone listening can do is to improve yourself. Uh, some of you listening might be going, well, I'm already perfect, Alan. Uh, <laughs> you're not. There is no such thing as perfect. And you are a wonderful human. We all are. And we can all improve our skills. And I think this is a really important point. In the UK, we have this culture of why are you learning? Why are you going on a personal development course? Are you admitting you're not good enough? And that's not the case. You can be a wonderful human and you can get better. And it's really important to focus on that. Laura and everyone listening to this, you are enough and you can always get better. You can always improve your skills. So for me, personal development has changed everything. Learning to sell, learning to build a business without debt, learning financial independence. I mean, that's the only reason I got to meet you was I got to financial independence. Then I can fly to Colombia and help Danny build Rebel Business School and meet you. And I don't need to be in the UK as much. Like these things change your world like you would not believe. Read books, go on courses, watch YouTube videos, listen to the Rebel Entrepreneur podcast. <laughs> Self-development and you're so young, you have so much time. This is such an opportunity. Spend your time learning. It will create incredible dividends. And the role in my life, like I wouldn't be financially independent. I wouldn't be running my business. 
I wouldn't be talking to you. If I hadn't have done self-development, none of this would have happened. So start now. (laughs) If you haven't started, do more. I'm sure people listening to a podcast about learning probably would learn already. But do more. Become a voracious lifelong learner. Become a hungry for learning and information. It's phenomenal. I spent a good three hours on the plane yesterday reading a new book about hidden potential and how to develop potential. Like I think I'm doing okay, but I could always do better. You always can do better and to learn things and know people and start doing different things. I think that gives you more self-love and improve your self-esteem. That's something so powerful. Definitely. That works a lot and that helps you and um, encourage you to start be doing different things and more and more different things and know different things every time. That's so cool. Yes. Can, can you share some key habits or routines to have contributed significantly to your personal growth? Ooh, some routines that con- uh, contributed to my personal growth. Number one is actually implementing what is in books. My friends used to find me quite weird because I would say you can learn anything from a book. And I still believe that you can learn anything from a book. But I would take notes. I would write down actions and then I would do the things in the books. Now I have a Kindle which I'm looking around at somewhere here, but Kindle has this wonderful feature where you can highlight it and then you can take out the notes and put them on your computer. And in good self-development books, there are exercises. So it tells you, answer this question. And most people never answer the questions. They just read the book and then go, that was a nice book, and then go back (laughs) to living the same way. If you do not do the exercises... You never grow. So right at the start of this uh, podcast, I talked about my goal setting process. If you've listened to this and gone, that's interesting, Alan, and then you never do anything about it, it will never work for you. So you have to actually do what is written in the book, what's on the courses. And that's my ritual, whether it's a book, a YouTube video, an audio. I want to do what is written in the book and test it experiment with it immediately and quite often the quicker the better so my rituals are continuously be learning go on a course listen to a podcast and test the idea and that changes everything because you will have so many ideas so much energy that comes from these books that comes from the courses the audio courses that you listen to and then implement. The more you implement, the more you take action. It's as if the universe hears. The universe is thinking, ah, this person is taking action. Let me make things happen for them. And the more you do, the luckier you will get, the more the universe responds and the more good things happen to you. So that seems like a nebulous and vague ritual, but to me it's not. Read a book answer all the questions, take action, listen to the course, answer all the questions, take action, listen to the podcast, hear the exercise, take action and do it. And I'm always learning and the next course, always like you'll always find me. What's my next course? Katie and I have just been booking all of our courses for the year. We've planned out our self-development. We're going here to do this course. We're going there to do that course. Like this is a ritual book. The courses go on the stuff, do it. What you tell is related to what we teach people in Rebel, no? To learn, take action, implement what we are telling you and look the results. And it really works and people, it's very happy because of the results that they get of doing what, uh, implementing or taking action right now at the moment. Because then they can forget things, forget tips. So as soon as you take action, uh, the more you get results. I love that. My expression that goes along that is if you want the same results, do what you've always done. 
nothing will change. If you want different results, do something different. If you want huge results, take huge action. And it seems very simple, but people don't seem to get that. It's like, well, why don't I get different results? Well, you haven't tried anything else. If you want different results, do something different. That creates so much momentum. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, like if you're stuck, do something different. You like, it can't get much worse. Try something. Try more things. Throw your energy out there. It really does create difference. What role does mindset play in achieving success and happiness? It has <laughs> a power, an incredible power, no? <laughs> it has an incredible power. And the expression I have for you uh, is your thoughts become things. You get what you focus on. So if, you, if your mindset is to think about what you fear, you are literally going to create what you fear because that's what you focus on. And the people who focus on, so we have, I run Rebel Finance School, people focus on, I'm scared of losing money. And they're so scared of losing money that they leave their money in a cash account and they are losing money literally against inflation. They create the problem they are trying to avoid. Whereas if they learnt and focused on what they want, they might actually go somewhere. Like if they were focusing on how do I grow my money instead of how do I don't lose money, it changes everything. The same in business. Like if you're worried about like, oh, what if I lose my clients? But you're going to do something stupid and that yeah. will cause you losing your clients. Like don't focus on that. Focus on how can I get new clients? How can I grow? How can I achieve more? And I think mindset your way of thinking directly impacts your results because your thoughts become things. You create what you're afraid of or if you focus on what you want, you create that as well through your energy and drive. So for me, mindset is 80% of the game and I don't think I really understood that when I was your age. When I was mid-20s, late-20s, Like you are so much further forwards than I was, Laura. You're doing so much better than I was at your age. I didn't understand that mindset is such a big piece. I was just like, just tell me what to do. I just want to know the how. And it's like the how is not that important. It's the mindset and the way you think and the way you go after life is what really makes an impact. So the fact you already know that is just phenomenal To everyone listening to this, I think your question would be, how do I create a positive mindset? And it is, you must starve your fears of focus. If you have a fear, think about specifically what that fear is and then put it down and then focus on your goal. Whatever you feed grows. So think of your fears as a monster. If you feed your fear with your focus it will grow into a giant monster and a giant problem. If you feed your goals and your future with your focus, you will turn it into the brightest possible future. So you need to starve the fears and you need to give all of your focus and energy to your future goals and where you're going. Just like so many people spend so much of their day thinking about what could go wrong. Just for once, please think about what could go right. Like if everything went right, what could happen? And let's focus on that because then we're more likely to make it happen. Was that practical enough? Because I want to make sure that this podcast is practical for you and everyone listening. Did that give you practical information that you can actually use? Yeah, it's. I think it's so practical. And uh, But there's lots of people that still focus on bad things and different situations they just see uh, the bad and not the good so how do you deal or how do you think people can deal with setbacks and maintain a positive attitude during challenging times because all of us have <laughs> has challenging times how to deal with them your mindset is nothing more than a set of thinking habits 
70% of what you do every day is habitual. It's a habit. So your thoughts are habits. It's just a trained way of thinking. And some people through their job, through their family and through their parents have trained their brains to look for everything that's wrong. Now, you can discover these people by you ask them, what did you think of that movie? If the first thing they say is, I didn't like it, it wasn't the same as the book, the characters were bad, like, you know that person focuses on what is wrong before they focus on what is right. And it's a habit. And to break any habit, you have to interrupt the pattern and then train in a new habit. So every time you start to think of the negative, you have to interrupt the pattern in some silly way. So you go, oh, I didn't really like that. No, stop. I will not think of that. I will think of the positive. What did I love about this? What do I want in the future? Or you could, I don't know, slap yourself in the face. No more positive thought, no more negative thoughts. Um, you could, like, every time you have a negative thought, give a pound away, give a dollar away, give 5,000 Colombian pesos to someone you don't like. You will soon stop having negative thoughts every t if you have to give away money every time you do it. Like, make it painful to focus on the bad things and make it easy to focus on the good things and train it in. It is just a learnt habit you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are not what defines you. They are just trained habits. So train in good habits if you want to have a positive outlook. Could you please share a personal story of overcoming a significant challenge and the lessons you learned from it? Overcoming a significant challenge. I've had a few challenges in my life which... I have learnt to be very grateful for because they have made me who I am today. Uh, my Probably the biggest challenge I had to overcome was fighting uh, the bank for my mum's home. My dad went bankrupt for a huge amount of money and the bank tried to take the home and I had to stand up in court and fight against the bank. Lots of people know that story, so I'm not going to recount it, but I'm going to tell you what I learned. Number one, even people in positions of power don't always know the answer. The judge in the first court case got it wrong. Judges don't always know the answer. Judges don't always know the law. Doctors don't know everything. Like, Do your own research. Come up with your own answers and trust yourself. If you feel like something is wrong, you need to stand up for it. So that's one of the most like important lessons. Number two, it doesn't matter how big your opponent is. In this particular case, my opponent was one of the biggest banks in the UK. And it was me. No money. We didn't have any money. We didn't have any support. But I beat them. We beat them. My brother helped me. My mum helped me. We beat them. It doesn't matter how big your opponent is. And maybe your opponent is the size of your goal. Like it's such a big goal. You're like, I don't know if I can do that. I am here to tell you, you can. You can achieve anything. You can create any goal. If I can beat one of the biggest banks in Scotland at like a crown court... And I, I, I didn't even go to university, Laura. I like, I have no skills. I just read about how to do it online. I just made it up. Like, if I can do that, you can do anything. And anyone listening to this, please take that message strongly. Don't care how big your goal is, how big the opponent is. You can achieve anything. And I think the third lesson, which I only really learnt later on. The size of the hero is dependent on the size of the villain that you are fighting. If you don't have a good opponent, you can't raise to the challenge. If you don't have a big goal, you can't raise to the challenge. So the bigger the goal, the bigger the opponent, think of it as the bigger the opportunity. 
And that gets me super excited because I'm like, if there's a problem, that means I can learn and grow and become even better. I can become even more. So I get excited. So if you see a big goal or a big opponent, like think I can take them. Ooh, a worthy opponent. This is exciting. I've not seen a worthy opponent in a while. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, so I always see it as get excited about the next goal. So those would be the three things that I think I would take from that experience that I had fighting the bank. That would be what I would take forward. And that's what I would say to you is you can do anything. It's about self-confidence, no? Yes. Self-belief. Self-belief. That it's a little bit difficult to achieve that because I can say that that I used to be uh, a really shy and a, a person with a lot, with lots of self-esteem problems. But now, and in my process, I can tell you that I have um, overcome them. Now I feel myself more uh, confident. I love myself. Now I know that I can achieve lots of things and that I, I'm... I'm made to, I, I can create and I can't uh, improve myself. I can learn and I can't be better uh, every time. But this is a state of mind <laughs> that you have to work in, but it's, it's nice. And what you learned about that, it's incredible. It's so beautiful. Would you believe me if I told you that when I was very young, I was so shy, I couldn't talk to strangers? I don't believe you. I think you no have one does. A, a very nice attitude. Now I do. I didn't when I was younger. I couldn't speak to strangers. I was scared. Like I couldn't talk to... When I was 16, 17, I couldn't talk to girls. They were very scary. I didn't have confidence in myself. It just, yeah. And it is amazing how far you can travel. No one believes me when I say that because they're like, <laughs> you, you talk on stage, you have a podcast. No one believes me. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's true. So I don't care. Like, if you're shy now, there is a way to become confident. If you're stuck now, there is a way to become unstuck. If you're thinking, I can't do it, there is a way to believe you can do it. Anything is possible, and we have learned that in so many ways. I have so much proof, so many stories, so many testimonials that anything is possible. And if you're listening to this right now, please take my energy and my belief and use it for yourself, because I believe you can do anything. For example, I never imagined that I will be here with you in a podcast <laughs> in another language. That's a, a good example, a clear example of that. You are doing a one... phenomenal job. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. It helped me a lot. I was someone that um, when I had to present something, I sweat a lot and I was red and my hands were shaking. But now I can do it. And now I teach people how to manage their social media and how to create their first posts and to manage different tools in order to grow in their business. So it's something that I, I, I'm surprised of myself and I'm, I'm proud of me. <laughs> I can say that. I'm proud of you as well. I think it's incredible <laughs> what you do. And maybe one day you can come back on the podcast and teach us all about social media, creating our posts and putting our, your content out there. Because I know the audience would love an update on social media and what's going on. So would you be willing to come back one day and do some of the course you teach for our audience? Sure, sure. I will do it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. <laughs> uh, did you have any more questions or have we reached the point that we need to do a summary? Um, maybe the last one. Uh, I, I want to ask you if you have or are there specific books or podcasts, but the, this is one of them, <laughs> or other sources that have had a profound impact on your personal and professional roles, you can suggest us some of them or tell us some of them, one or two. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There have been so many books, courses and ideas that have helped me. And what I always have tried to do is continue learning because I've always felt the more I learn, the more valuable I am to all of the people I help. So I continue to go on courses. I continue to work to make sure I have the best knowledge to be able to support you listening to the podcast, to support all the people on my courses. But what specifically has helped me in finances, uh, Mr. Money Mustache's blog had an incredible impact on us. And then a book called The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins had an incredible impact on how how simple it can be to build wealth over the long term, which we've then taken the ideas, built on them, added our own and built the Rebel Finance School, which we teach around the world. Um, I've just read a book called Forever Young uh, by Dr. Mark Hyman. You already are young, but it's how to stay <laughs> young as you get older. I'm okay. 46 now and I'm starting to think I want to stay young, fit and healthy uh, the older I get because I want to have as much energy as possible to be able to live life. And I've been reading more and more books on longevity. So how to have good energy as you get older, because I think it's just it's just critical, critical, because everything you do every day is built up of your energy. If you don't have enough energy, yeah. But I'm speaking to a person who knows this. You have incredible energy, which I love. Um, <laughs> so Forever Young by Dr. Mark Hyman. I'm literally just reading uh, Hidden Potential by Adam. I can't remember his name. Adam. Someone will tell me. Look, up. it's a great book, Hidden Potential. It basically looks at how do you get the most out of people and it shows you using science how most of what we think is completely wrong. And it's a fascinating book about how to get the most out of yourself, the team and the people around you. Um, it's a really good book. I'm very impressed. And luckily it agrees with a lot of, sort of the principles of the rebel entrepreneur. So I've been pleased to see there's some actual science behind what I'm saying, which is fantastic. So there's a couple of ideas. But it always comes down to what do you want to learn? And I think the key thought I will give you here is pick a subject you want to become a, an expert within and read the top three books in that area. If you read the top three books in that area, you will know more than 95% of people on the planet. Okay. I don't care what it is. Presenting. Pick the top three books on presenting. Read Craig Valentine's 52 Speaking Tips. They're free online. They are amazing. But if it's presenting, there's like three books you should read and you will know more than nearly anyone else on the planet. And then if you go and implement it, oof, you'll be dangerous. <laughs> nice tip. Really, really <laughs> nice tip. <laughs> It worked for me. I basically would read the top three books and then I would write a course and then I'd go and run the course. Well, I'd probably implement it first and see if it works. Then I'd go and run the course. And that's basically how I built my life, my business, my entire future. For me, I will start with Forever Young because it's of a your good book. science. <laughs> it is a good book. Uh, so, Lara, please tell myself and the audience what are the top things you got out of this podcast? And everyone listening, I'd like you to do the same. What did you actually get out of the podcast? We will do that piece and then I will leave you with a little closing message at the end of the podcast. So tell me, Laura, what did you get out of this podcast? Lots of things, lots of things. But the, um, the first one could be about, the, um, about what you think and how you think things. Because if you uh, think in bad, you create bad. If you think well, you create well. As you told me uh, one day, you create magic if you think you can achieve everything or things, whatever you want. That's so powerful. And now I believe in that. Uh, it's so important to, to trust or believe in yourself uh, to show people that you believe in yourself in order uh, for them to create any cre cre uh, believe in you too <laughs> and uh, give you more power of doing things. Um, visual words, visualize, 
see yourself uh, achieving or the your dream done. It's also something that was so uh, important for me in this podcast. Uh, I really, I'm so grateful uh, with this. Thank you, Alan, for um, helping me of going out of my comfort zone and to um, help me doing different things and difficult things for me. <laughs> because now I do my, I did my first podcast. I will be better in the next one, <laughs> and that's a, a really nice, a really nice thing. You have been fabulous. Thank you so much. And if people want to find out more about Rebel Business School in Colombia and Spanish and the work you're doing, what website do they visit or where do they find you on Instagram? How do they find you? Instagram, uh, people can find us at Dear Rebel School, uh, lying in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore. Okay. Yes. Yes. E S. E S. And yes. the webpage is www. Perfect. So make sure you look up that. Closing message for me, for everyone listening, is you create your life. So hopefully you're listening to this at the beginning of January. You may have set some goals at New Year's. It doesn't really matter. If you want to build the best year ever even if you've stopped focusing on your goals just start again and if you create a list of your top goals you visualize it every day you think about what you're doing and you take action like you cannot you cannot not make progress you will just be drawn towards those goals so think about the positive things that you want to build in life take an action every single day and it is un believable what you will build the extraordinary belongs to those that create it and extraordinary is rooted in mundane daily activities so make the phone calls send the emails do the postings build your business if you do those things the extraordinary bright future will be yours so please stop listening to us go out there and start building your life Thanks for listening to The Rebel Entrepreneur.